0: Hey, everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 152 Pattern Breaking Mega Flow because it's 90 minutes of a workshop style. Uh, pretty strong, uh, but I still think accessible practice. And I explain it a lot once we get started, so I'm just going to turn it over to me. All you need is a blanket and a brick. Enjoy. So why we're doing this is I am a person who has a very structured way of doing things. And I always tend to do my practice in the same way, with stuff in the same order, with a lot of the same transitions. Uh, and since we've all been stuck at home doing the same stuff every day, I thought it would be good for me if I did a bunch of different stuff and a lot of the same stuff in different ways. and. See what changed, see what shifted, see what happened uh, in my body uh, and in my mind. And you get to join that experiment with me. So we'll do some things that are familiar, some things that aren't, some things that are just slightly shifted. Some of it will work, some of it will, won't, uh, and it'll just be interesting and exciting. So we're just going to shake it up. So we're going to start standing, and we're going to start in a standing forward fold Uttanasana. That means your feet are about hip distance wide. Standing forward fold. Let yourself fall into it. Feel free to bend your knees as much as is helpful to get a nice hang. And you can shake it out for a second because you are in your own living room or lounge or wherever. So remember you can modify this however you need. Whilst in your standing forward fold, Think about the ways that you practice and the things that maybe you do the same way all the time. And habitual patterns in general can be really comforting, but they can also be really limiting and they can limit us physically and limit us um, mentally and emotionally. And sometimes when we are in habitual patterns, we are just responding and reacting rather than choosing. So we're gonna to try to just shake all that up, break habit and free up some energy. Last breath here. Slowly roll up to stand and find your bearings, especially since we're gonna shake things up, make sure you feel your foundation You're always conscious of where you're looking and you're conscious of your breath. Reach the right arm up and over into a side stretch and feel free to look down and to the left. And I'll just watch you. So a strong side stretch through the right arm. I like to look down and to the left, but you can see where you like to look down. Firm press into right foot. Good. Slowly come up back to just arms by your side. Have a pause and a breath. Then the same thing, other side, left arm up and over. Reach through the left arm as you press through the left foot. You can even look down. Take another breath or two. Then all the way back up, hands by your side. We're gonna do it one more time each side because you usually get a little bit better second time around. So right arm up and over. You can probably reach a little bit more. The right shoulder blade can move a little bit more with the right arm, and you can press a bit more into right foot. Good. Come back. Vertical. Other side. Left arm up and over. Press through the left foot as you reach through the left arm. Get a little bit more reach. Okay. And then back up to vertical. Vertical. One at a time, we're gonna roll the shoulders. So keep your right arm straight, right shoulder up to the ear, and then it just rolls back and around. So we're gonna do it one at a time so we can be really conscious with that shoulder. So roll the right shoulder back and around. One more time in this direction. Again, simply reverse the direction just with the right shoulder. Try to keep the arm straight so it doesn't become an elbow action. Last time this direction. Then same thing, other side, left shoulder up, and then it rolls back and around, being really conscious and strong with the left shoulder. Left arm stays pretty straight. Then reverse the direction. Last one. Okay, and then now a full circle with the arm. So right arm reaches forward, and then circles back and around to your end range of motion and just goes twice more in this direction, strong reachy circle of the right arm. Last one. Then reverse the direction, right arm back up and around. Again, back up and around. Last one. left arm circle it forward up and back forward up and back last one this way then reverse that circle back up and around back up and around last one Good, stand with your hands on your hips and we're going to do standing hip circles. If you lose your balance, you can always hang on to something. Right knee up. Draw a big circle with the right thigh and kneecap all the way around. So it goes sort of forward, out, back and around. One more this direction. Then reverse the direction. Be conscious that the rest of the body isn't moving that much. So it can always be a smaller circle if you're struggling. Last one. Then that leg goes down, stand on two feet. Same thing, other side, left knee up, out, and around. So big circle. Make sure the circle goes a little bit behind you with the kneecap. Last time this way. Then reverse the circle. One more time. Okay, then feet hip distance. Bend both knees, come into a small chair pose. And then right ankle on top of left thigh. So it's like a sort of like a pigeon in this standing balance. Sit back. Then right arm on top of left eagle arms. Sit as low down into it as you want. As butt goes back, chest goes forward, right thigh is rolling out. Good. Last breath. Think of like more of a cross of legs, Sarah. Good. And then all the way back up, vertical, stand on two feet, breathe in and out, hands by your side. Left leg into this. So bend your knees a little bit into chair, left ankle on top of right thigh like you're crossing your legs, sit back into it. Then left arm on top of right eagle arms. All right, find that balance, Graham. Good. Sit as far back as you feel comfortable and you can sustain and breathe. One more breath. Then back up to vertical, stand on two feet. So we'll throw a little spanner in the works and do something we usually do at the end of class. So we're going to do dancer pose. So, if you need to hang onto a chair or a wall, you do so. Right foot up, hold the outside of the foot. And then slowly tip forward into your dancer pose. So the leg is going back, Tom. So watch me. And then tip forward into it as much as you want. And it's a little, you know, we're not super warm, so it'll be different than when we do it at the end of class. And just sort of welcome that experience. Good. Slowly come back, stand on two feet, breathe in and out. You'll get another shot at that, I promise. Then left foot up, grab the outside of the foot for now. Tip forward a little bit into your dancer pose. Reach the right arm forward and up. And remember, you can always hang on to something if that makes it a little better. One more breath. Then... Back to standing, breathe in and out, in standing. We're gonna do it one more time, second time's the charm. All right, right foot. You can hold the outside of the foot or you can hold the inside of the foot. Just make sure your arm's externally rotated and maybe come a little bit deeper into your dancer pose since you're a bit more into it. And you can reach that left arm forward and up, good. Look at a still point and feel the foot underneath you so you can find your balance. Lovely. Slowly return standing, breathe in and out. We're going to do one last one. Then left leg dancer pose. You can hold the inside of the foot if you want. Just make sure your arm's externally rotated and tip into your dancer pose. Good. Another couple breaths. Find a depth that works for you. All right. And then back to standing. And then I will enjoy how you all respond to this because it will be interesting and reveal your habits. We're going to do an inversion now. So that means handstand, forearm balance, or headstand, or if none of that works for you, a standing wide-legged forward fold with something underneath your head. So handstand, forearm balance, or headstand, feel free to use a wall, or standing wide-legged forward fold with something underneath your head, like a chair or a block. Okay, so about a minute here. Find an inversion you can muster. And if you're in your head thinking like, I need to have done 25 sun salutes before we do this, what about my shoulders? Don't worry. It's just going to be different. few more breaths for this iteration. And if you're sort of hopping, hopping, and you're near a wall, try to just use the wall to help you balance. Okay. If you are in wide-legged fold, slowly come up and pause. You can keep your feet wide. If you're in headstand and want to stay like another minute, you can stay. Everyone else, just come into a position of rest. Another couple breaths. Wide-legged forward folds. You're going to go down again, but you're going to choose a different arm position. So maybe you interlace your fingers behind your back. Maybe you hold your feet. Maybe you walk your hands forward or back. Second round, doing headstand, forearm balance, or headstand. And then whatever you're doing, feel your foundation, see where you're looking, check in with your breath. We'll be here just another few breaths. Headstand, if you've been in it a long time, make sure you have a child's pose. Standing wide-legged forward folders, slowly come out of it and stand. Anyone who's been doing like hoppy, 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 have a little break and a few breaths in something that feels restful to you. And then, we're all gonna end up lying on our bellies on our mat. So lie down on your belly, on your mat. You might be thinking, we've not even done a down dog, and you're right, and we won't for a little while. (laughs) Set up for cobra, but have your hands pretty far forward and wide, so it'll, it'll be a pretty mild cobra. Your feet can be narrow or wide as you please, and then press into your hands and feet and come up Cobra. That means you use your arms to push down and lift your chest and make sure it feels like a good one, like it's a happy height for you. Look at a still point, then slowly roll down. You can stick with that Cobra, or you can bring your hands a little bit closer to your shoulders, maybe even underneath, again, roll up cobra. let sort of see how it develops second time around because the body takes a little bit of time. Good. Roll all the way back down. A few breaths. All right. Last one of these like this. You can slide your hands a little bit closer to armpit and beyond and have a tougher cobra. Roll up cobra. Just make sure you have a moment where you're looking at a still point, breathing, feeling your hands and feet. Good. Then roll all the way back down. Just rest your head on your hands. Take a couple breaths before we sort of make this a little cuckoo. Because we're going we're gonna to shake it up a little bit, and you'll see how you respond. All right. So I will demonstrate this if you need to see. Set yourself again up for cobra. So hands are a little forward a little bit wide and actually I will turn this away because you'll see better. We're going to turn the cobra a little bit to the right, so left hand goes a little forward, right hand goes a little bit back. So it's still cobra but left hand a little forward, right hand a little bit back. Inhale to come up, your cobra is on an angle and then come back down. And then you'll do the same thing other direction, so join me if you're still watching. Right hand a little forward, left hand a little bit back. Up you come. It's a little twisty. And then back down. We're just going to go twice more each side. So turn a little bit to the right with the left arm a bit forward. In your cobra, come up maybe a little higher. And then down. Same thing. Turn a little bit to the left with your torso as your arms push back down one more time and all watch turn a little bit to the right you can play with the height and the width good back down turn a little bit to the left last one like this then back down then just set up for normal placement of hands for cobra they can be a little forward or a little bit back depending on how much you want come up cobra see how it feels after all that sort of Crawling and turning. Make sure shoulders are peeling back. Hands and feet are strong. Have a breath. Then come all the way back down. Rest your head on your hands. Take a couple breaths. All right. Flip yourself over so you're on your butt and you have bent legs in front of you. Fingers can point forward or they can point out. So we're setting up for upward plank with knees bent, press into hands and feet, lift hips up and sort of see how that feels. You can always walk your feet a little bit in or a little bit out until you feel strong in your legs. Butt comes back down, but keep pushing through your arms so chest is high. So butt is on the ground, keep pushing through your arms. Then we're gonna play with it. Come back up into that bent leg upward plank Right ankle to left thigh, like you just casually thought I should cross my legs now. Keep that. Butt back down to the ground. Butt to the ground as you press through your arms, and we get a little bit of hip stretch. Back up. Right foot to the ground. And then left ankle, right thigh, like you just thought, Hang ah. hanging out. And then butt back down. Lift the chest so you get into the hip stretch as left thigh rolls out. Good. And then last time, come up. Both feet on the ground. Just find your nice upward plank. And then butt back to the ground. From here, we're going to do a sort of modified version of Wild Thing. So start with both legs straight in front of you. You're seated. Right hand goes behind you, fingers point back. Left knee bends. I know this will sound fussy, but it'll be worth it. Right leg and right foot roll out. So you're sort of on your right hip and right leg. So you're getting ready for a side plank variation. Then lift the hips up. So it's sort of like side plank, but the left knee is bent, left foot on the ground. If you want, you can raise left heel. If you want, left arm can reach up and back. Come all the way back down. We're going to do that twice more on that side. If that's far too much for your wrist, you can do it with your forearm down. Again, lift up. You can raise the heel. You can reach the top arm. You can turn the chest to your ceiling. And then come all the way back down. One more time. This side. Up you go. You can almost feel like you can reach the floor behind you as you lift the chest. And then back Down you come. Two straight legs reach forward. Breathe in and breathe out. And we'll do the same thing on the other side. Left hand behind you, fingers pointing back. Right knee bent. Roll onto your left hip, left leg. Up you come, sort of modified version of wild thing. Top arm can reach, bottom heel can lift if you want. And then slowly come back down. I'm going to watch you do that twice more. Slowly lift up. Remember, you can always be on a forearm if that's better. Maybe chest turns toward the ceiling. Come all the way back down. Last one. Lift up. You can feel like you could reach the floor behind you. Nice. And then all the way back down. Two straight legs forward. Just sit tall for a moment. Lie down, knees bent. We're going to do wheel pose or bridge pose. and You might be thinking, wow, well, it's not the end of class. And it isn't. It's the beginning. But we're going to do it now. So bridge or wheel. So hands by your side for bridge or hands by the side of your head for wheel. Up you come, bridge or wheel. Use your feet. Use your butt muscles. Use the push of your arms. We're going to do this a couple more times so you've got time. One more breath in this round. Slowly come down, unless you just got settled into it, then you can take your own time. Couple breaths on the ground. Bridge or wheel. Again, up you come. Press through hands, press through feet. Slowly come down. Last one bridge, or wheel. Up you come. Use the strength of your feet and bum, the strength of your arms, and look at a still point and take a couple breaths. All right. And then when you've had enough, come down and just have a moment of pause, doing nothing, seeing how it's feeling in your body to do things in a different order and how your mind is responding. Then, excitingly, Downward-facing dog. Downward-facing dog. There's a moment of hesitation, like, really? It's going to happen? 20 minutes in, we're going to do down dog? Whatever you need to do to just, like, make yourself feel like, oh, this, it's, it's a little bit back to normal. You feel a little sense of security. Then... Lift your right foot and bring it to your left Achilles tendons. So your toes grab your left Achilles tendon and pull the Achilles tendon down into the heel. Yeah, very nice. Do the same thing, other side. Come down to your knees to sit, have a moment of pause. What I'd like you to do is either just turn yourself around on your mat or move your mat or get rid of your mat. Just do something different with your mat so you're sort of out of where you normally do it. So you just turn yourself around or you move your mat in a different angle or you totally get rid of your mat because you can survive without it unless you have a need for it. Back to downward facing dog, which will be really exciting if you don't have the mat anymore to tell you where your feet and hands will go, especially if you have one of those silly mats. I shouldn't judge, but they're a little silly. Have your feet much wider than they normally are for down dog. As wide as sort of feels interesting to you. And take a couple breaths with just feet wide in down dog because it's, it's still a valid down dog, it'll, but it'll feel different in your hamstrings and your spine. Take a breath with that. Then listen first. We're going to summon our like inner froggy and we're going to frog hop to outside our hands, or as far forward as it will go. So, bend your knees, frog hop to outside your hands, especially if it's goofy. We made it. Walk it back, downward facing dog. You're going to do it one more time, make, or a couple more times. Make sure your feet are wide. Bend your knees, frog hop to outside your hands. Good. Whilst you're there, sort of see if it's possible to, like, feel into crow pose for a second if that's in your wheelhouse. If it's not, it can just sort of feel like squat. Good. All right. Then don't get too attached. Walk it back to downward-facing dog with feet wide. Bend your knees. Hop to outside your hands or to wherever you hop to. Again, sort of feel into crow or feel into squats or see if that's happening today. All right. And then walk it back to down dog with feet wide. And then here's the mission. Could you hop into crow pose? If you're thinking you're crazy, Adam, then you don't have to do it. Uh, But it could be just something that happens if you're playful. So bend your knees, hop to that squat, or hop to crow pose, even if it doesn't quite work. (laughs) Good, and just give yourself permission to do that a couple times and laugh at yourself and don't feel like anyone is watching or judging because no one cares. Last time or two trying that little fun experiment. Okay, and then however you wanna get there, come up to standing with feet nice and wide. And we're going to turn feet out and bend the knees. So it's sort of like a sumo squat, really wide, but you can sit your butt as low or as not low as you want. And again, so we're not so serious about it. Bend the knees, get a little bit like a bouncy, like I'm ready for my sumo match. And then you can either carry on with a bouncy or add to the bounce a hop and soft landing. And do that six to eight times. So hop and soft landing. This is so fun for me to watch. It's like we're all in like Atari Frogger. I'm so happy. Last couple. Woo. Okay. And then just sort of stay in that wide sumo squat. And we're going to do a progression in it. So Purine, I think, feet a little wider might work better. From here, Knees bend. inhale, arms up. So it's a high and wide squat. Keep the knees bent. Exhale, fingers touch the ground or your leg. Hands stay there. Inhale to straighten both legs. Hands stay there. Exhale to bend both legs and bring your chest forward. Inhale, raise the arms back up. Exhale, straighten the legs. I'm going to do that one more time with you. Inhale, sit into your squat. Keep the squat. Fold the hands down to leg or floor. Straighten the legs as you inhale. Bend the legs as you exhale. Inhale, the arms up. Exhale. Just stand. I'm gonna watch you do that a couple more times. Inhale, sit into that squat. You can play with the width or depth. Keep the legs squatting, fold down. Straighten the legs as you inhale. Bend the legs as you exhale. Reach the arms with the inhale. Stand, release the arms. Couple more times. If you want to be at a different pace, that's fine. Inhale, sit into your squat. Exhale, fold, keeping legs bent. Keep spine rounded, straighten the legs. Bend the legs. Inhale, arms up. Slowly stand, hands by your side. Last one. Inhale, sit back into it fold inside of it, straighten the legs, bend the legs, reach the arms, stand, hands by your side. Good. Now, after all of that, we're going to hold a squat. So feet hip distance or a tad bit wider or narrower. Feet can be parallel or turned out. Hands in prayer. Exhale to sit into a sustainable squat for you. And then all I want you to do after all that sort of movement and hopping is just to look at a still point and Charlotte and friends, maybe you just have a staring contest and find a depth that you can play with and be present. Last little bit, I see you giggling. All right. And then just slowly stand, hands by your side. All right. So now we're going to do a little fun balance situation. Uh, You can always be close to something you can hang on to. Right knee into chest. Hold it with both hands. If you need left hand on something, that's totally fine. From here, right arm reaches back. It's a twist. So this is stop number one. We're in a twist. Then stop number two, step the right foot back, short or long stance. So you're in a lunge, twist to the left, torso vertical, arms reaching. So it's a high twisting lunge. This is stop number two. So the journey is from stop number one to stop number two. Inhale, back to that standing balance as a twist, right arm reaching back, left hand holding the knee. Exhale, back into short or long lunge with a twist to the left, torso vertical, arms reaching. Inhale, back to that standing balance. There might be a wobble with a twist. Exhale, back to that short or long lunge. Arms reach forward and back. Then we get to play with it. Inhale, keep the front leg bent as you come into the balance or straighten it, holding the foot. Exhale, step back again to that lunge, short or long, high twist. I'm going to watch you do that a couple more times. Inhale into the standing balance, twist, nice and slow. Maybe straight leg, maybe bent. Hold the foot though. Exhale, back to that lunge. High and turned. Good. One more time like this. Inhale to the standing balance twist. Exhale to the twisting lunge. Inhale there. Exhale to the standing balance twist. So we just reverse the breath. Inhale, back to the lunge. So it's the reverse breath. Good. And then keep going. Exhale to the standing balance twist. One more time. Inhale, step back to that lunge. Exhale, standing balance twist. Good. Step back to the lunge. Separate the feet wide, parallel, come into a standing wide-legged forward fold. Yeah, just turn yourself. Yeah, there we go. I wasn't going to be too more more complicated than that. Just standing wide-legged forward fold. Just a couple breaths. Let yourself settle. Another breath or two. Okay. And then slowly bring yourself up. Come back to the front of the mat where you started from. And wouldn't it be really comforting if we stayed in that orientation? But no, go to the other side of the mat or face the other side of your room, and we'll just go the other way. Because why not? And you know what to do, so you don't need to see me. Left knee into chest. Find your standing balance, which I believe is the other side. And then from there, reach the left arm back so you're in that twisting standing balance. And I'm decapitated in the frame, so I'll step further back. Good. That's stop one. Step back to your twisting lunge, nice and high. And then we're going to make it flow. Inhale, standing balance, twist. Exhale, twisting lunge. One more time with the bent leg. Inhale, standing balance, twist with the bent leg. Exhale, twisting lunge, short or long. Inhale, standing balance, twist. Maybe you hold the foot and straighten the leg, even if it's a little wobbly. Exhale, step back, twisting lunge. A couple more times like this. Inhale, standing balance, twist, big or small, maybe even straighten the leg. Step back, twisting lunge. Last one like this. Inhale, standing balance, twist. Exhale, twisting lunge. Inhale there. Exhale, standing balance twist. Inhale back to the lunge. Good. Couple more. Exhale into that standing balance twist. Inhale back to the lunge. Last one. Standing balance twist and to the lunge, and then just step forward and uh, standing forward fold with feet close together. Step on the palms of your hands, so it's padahastasana. So feet are hip distance wide. Step on the palms of your hands. If that doesn't work, just hold your elbows. Take a couple breaths. And I, I hope that you felt awkward doing that twist, which is a sign that like, that's a thing you can work on that you haven't mastered. All right, walk it out to downward facing dog. So back to some like, sense of security, downward facing dog. Couple of breaths. And then we'll, we'll, we'll like start this the way we would normally do it. Raise the right leg up into the air. Step the right foot through and come into your warrior two. Arms reach forward and back. I'm like, isn't that nice? And we've done that thousands of times with the back heel down and the arms reaching forward and back. So it's sort of normal, like how many times have we done that in class? So let's not do that. Bring the hands back down, step back to downward facing dog and actually come down to your knees. So I'll show you and explain a little bit more because you might know I need that moment to process. So normally, we would be in down dog, we would raise a leg, we would step it through, we come into our warrior two. We're going to hop forward into warrior two or attempt with good humor. So what that means is that if we want to have the right foot forward, we will actually raise the left leg and the right leg is going to hop. So the right knee will bend and the right foot. We'll hop into warrior two. So that's what's going to happen, or that's what's going to try to happen, or you'll giggle at yourself as it doesn't happen. Downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Now that left leg being high is the one that's leading. Bend the standing leg. Hop the right leg forward into your warrior two. Good. Isn't that fun? And then reach the arms forward and back. Adjust your stance if it didn't quite make it. So your arms are reaching forward and back. For your warrior two today, turn your palms to face the ceiling and look backwards instead of forwards. Because why not? Let's see. Oh, there's stuff back there. Palms open. Look backwards. And just see how that goes. Take another breath with palms open, looking backwards. Then... Straighten the front leg, come down, triangle pose, and sort out your triangle pose. Feel free to use a brick if you'd like, and then we'll make an adjustment. If you normally look up, look down. If you normally look down, look up, but do something different. We're gonna externally rotate the bottom arm, which means your palm will face forward towards the front of your mat. So externally rotate your bottom arm. We're gonna internally rotate the top arm, which means the palm will turn to face behind you. And if it feels weird, good. It's not wrong or injurious, it's just different. Take another breath. Bend the front leg, step back, downward facing dog. All right. Old way was just to step the left foot forward. You can still do that if that's what needs to happen but we're going to do it different. Raise the right leg up into the air, the right leg. That's the leg that'll help you get forward. So lead with that leg, bend the standing leg, get the top leg high and hop the left foot forward into warrior two or gleefully attempt it and then find your warrior two, open the arms forward and back. So new ways of hopping forward. For warrior two today, palms face the ceiling you look backwards instead of forwards because actually the chest and the hips are sort of rolling a little bit that way anyway. So look a little bit backwards. Good. Like One more breath in this version of warrior two. Then set your triangle pose up. Feel free to use a brick or adjust your stance. Left leg straightens, left arm down, right arm up. For today, the bottom arm externally rotates, which means the palm faces towards the front of your mat or where a mat would be. The top arm internally rotates, which means the palm turns to face behind the back of your head or just starts to feel weird in a different way than you normally do. Yes, and if you normally look up, look down. If you normally look down, look up. Okay, back to downward facing dog. So hopefully now we're sort of pros at that hopping into warrior two, because we're going to do it again. Raise the left leg up into the air. You can even shorten your stance a little bit might help. Bend the standing leg and hop into your warrior two. There we go. Okay, then bring your hands to prayer center of chest. We're going to move from warrior two to half moon, which means the back foot's going to come off the ground, but you don't have to go super low into the pose unless that feels good to you. So inhale here. Exhale. Tip your weight forward. Lift the back foot a little bit or a lot and go as low as you want to into your uh, half moon. Then Tip back into your warrior two. And let's try to do it with breath now. So inhale, warrior two. Exhale, half moon. Inhale, warrior two. Just teeter-totter. Exhale, half moon, big or small. One more time. Inhale, warrior two. Exhale, half moon moon. Inhale, warrior two. Now, strong into the back foot. Exhale, tree pose with the right foot lifting. And it might be wobbly, and that's okay. Tree pose with the right foot lifting. Exhale, warrior two. I'm making up the breath because I forgot where I was. Inhale, tree pose. So you got to find that power in the back foot and find your balance. One more time like this, warrior two, tree pose. Now, I think you know what's going to happen, or maybe you don't, and it'll be exciting. Inhale, half moon, big or small, exhale, tree pose, or whatever breath you want to use. We're just tipping forward and back. Into half moon. You can open the arms if you want. Into your tree. Hands in prayer or arms up. Three or four more times on your own with breath. In and out. Half moon or tree. It can be teeny tiny or it can be huge. It's up to you. Sort of like this is an unusual transition. Don't do it every day. Once or twice more. So fun to watch. Hopefully you're smiling or smiling on the inside. All right. And then land in one of those positions that you want to be in and be in it for three breaths. So be in warrior two or tree pose or half moon. You choose. Yogi's choice. Okay. Then downward facing dog again, however you want to get there. Raise the right leg up into the air. Hop the left foot forward. Warrior two. Okay, hands in prayer, center of chest. Warrior two. And don't feel like you need to make this huge, it can be teeny tiny. Inhale here. Exhale a small or a big half moon. So the back foot can come up. And I'll pretend I didn't have to hold on to my couch. Inhale, warrior two, exhale, half moon. One more like this. Inhale, warrior two, exhale, half moon. Inhale, warrior two, get strong in the back foot, and then up into your tree pose. Inhale, warrior two. Exhale, tree pose. Last one like this. Inhale, warrior two. Exhale, tree pose. And we take out the middle man. Inhale, half moon, big or small. Exhale, tree pose. It could even be a tiny tree pose, or it can be a huge one. Keep it going. Move into your half moon with breath. Maybe you open the arms. Maybe you don't. Move into your tree pose, big or small. Maybe you open the arms. Maybe you don't. But just two or three more times. Say to yourself, I want this to be elegant, and it'll be elegant. Yes, new ways of stabilizing. Good, good, Amy. Last one or so. End up in one of those poses that you wanna be in, tree or warrior two or half moon, and just stay a couple breaths so you feel a sense of like, okay, I can breathe. Things are contained, things are solid. Then come down, downward facing dog. Come forward to plank, one at a time, come down to your forearm, so you're in forearm plank. You can always be on your knees. From here, we're gonna get a little twisty. So, keep the arms strong, dip the hips and the feet to the left while keeping the chest facing the floor. Then, back to center with feet and hips, then dip the hips and the feet towards the right while chest faces the floor. And just go side to side with chest facing the floor. It's getting like a little corkscrew twist. not too fast and in control. Yes. And if you're on your knees, you're just going to be tipping your hips side to side. Last one or two, each side. Lovely. Then... Everyone drop your knees for a moment if they're not down and just have a moment of pause. Look at a still point, have a breath in and out. Then we're going to amp it a little bit up. You can do this with your knees down or you can do this with your knees elevated. So forearm plank, knees up or down. Right knee, right arm. Right leg back. Left knee, left arm. Left leg back. One more time like this. Right knee, right arm. Right leg back. Left knee, left arm. Left leg back. Now, right knee, left arm, but your chest faces the floor. Right leg back. Left knee, right arm. Chest faces the floor. Left leg back. One more time. Right knee, left arm and back, left knee, right arm, and back. And then lie flat on your belly, have a moment of rest. More fun to come, but we'll pause there. Good, another breath. Then downward facing dog. Walk your hands backwards to your feet. Grab your big toes for padangustasana, or just hold your elbows. Elbows widen, head hangs down, legs straighten to some amount. Take a few breaths. After all that, there's a cuckoo stuff, moment of stability. All right, then release slowly. Come up. Establish which direction you want to face for sun salutations. Because we're going to do them now, because I think it's time. We're going to do a half sun salutation first. Inhale, raise the arms up into the air. Exhale fold down, and really enjoy this breath order. Inhale, halfway up, Ardha Uttanasana. Exhale, fold, Uttanasana. Inhale, all the way up, Urdhva Hastasana. So you have a reach, maybe a back bend, if you enjoy it, all the way up. Then hands travel back down by your side, you're just standing. One more half, because it's nice. Inhale, arms out and up. I'll just watch you. Exhale, fold. Halfway lift and inhale. Only fold, exhale. Do this breath. Inhale, rise all the way up, up, up. Hands only down by your side. Now we're gonna do three, just plain Jane, sun salutations. Inhale, raise the arms out and up. Fold all the way down. Half lift. Exhale to plank or all fours. A breath and plank. Knees up or down, chaturanga. Inhale, cobra, up dog or locust. Exhale, downward facing dog. and We're back to like normal behavior. So let's take two or three breaths. And then whatever you normally do, we're gonna hop or step on the exhale. Hop or step on the exhale to the top of the mat. Halfway lift as you inhale. Fold, exhale. Inhale, rise all the way up. Hands down by your side. A couple more, just like that. Inhale, arms up. Do this breath. Exhale, fold. Inhale, halfway up. Exhale, chaturanga, or walk plank. Etc., etc. Your version of Chaturanga inhale a back bend. Exhale to downward facing dog. Just a handful of breaths, but don't move forward yet. When you're ready, use the exhale to walk or hop forward. Halfway lift to inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way up, inhale. Hands down by your side. One more, just like this. Inhale, raise the arms up. Fold, exhale. Half lift, inhale. Chaturanga, exhale. Any version, knees up or down. Inhale, cobra up dog or locust. Exhale, downward facing dog. Use an exhale to walk or hop forwards. Half lift on inhale. Fold. All the way lift. Hands down by your side. Okay, so that was her normal breath. And now we're just gonna play with it. And I have to do it with you, otherwise I'll screw it up. So a half salute first. Just standing, inhale. Exhale, arms up. Inhale, fold. Exhale, halfway lift. Inhale, fold. Exhale, all the way up with a little back bend. Arms reach. Inhale, hands by your side. Keep it going. Exhale, arms up. Inhale, fold. Exhale, halfway lift. Inhale, fold. Exhale, all the way lift. Arms reach. Inhale, hands by your side. All right, now we add all the other stuff. Exhale, arms up. I'm going to watch. Inhale, fold. Exhale, halfway lift. Inhale, walk to plank. Exhale, plank. Inhale, some version of Chaturanga. Exhale, your back bend inhale downward facing dog and then just steady into your breath rhythm takes a lot of concentration to do it in a different order now use your inhale to walk or hop to the top of your mat exhale to halfway lift inhale to fold Exhale, all the way back up. Inhale, hands down by your side. Let's do a half one more time just so we can get back into this because it's weird. Inhale, just standing. Exhale, arms up. Inhale, fold. Halfway lift, exhale inhale just fold exhale all the way up inhale hands down by your side we're going to add all the other stuff back in exhale arms up inhale fold half lift exhale chaturanga Inhale. Exhale into your back bend. Inhale into your downward facing dog. Just notice that that probably took some concentration. Let's perk things up. Take a few breaths here. Use your inhale to hop or step forwards. Halfway lift on the exhale. Inhale to fold. All the way up. Exhale. Hands by your side. Inhale. Last one. Exhale, arms up. Inhale, fold. Half lift. Exhale. Inhale some version of chaturanga. Use your exhale to backbend. Inhale to downward facing dog. Stay a couple breaths. Inhale to hop or step forward. Half lift on exhale. Inhale, unfold. Exhale all the way up. Hands by your side as you inhale. Just look at a still point, hands by your side or on your body. Take a few breaths and see if that did anything to your attention span to have to concentrate like that. One more breath. Okay, now we're gonna set up with our blanket to slide on or our paper plates to slide on, or you will make do. So if you're on a wood floor, a blanket or a towel or a shirt or socks work just fine. If you're on carpet, paper plates, or maybe even some thin cardboard might work. Or if you have fitness sliders, that's what I'm gonna use. If not, you can do things one leg at a time, and I will show you how. What we're going to do is fold our mat in half, or just move it so we have space behind it, and make sure you have your brick available. I will show you one time what's going to happen. I might show you several times what's going to happen, but I'm going to show you one time for now. So the first couple rounds of this, Quite simple, but maybe not easy. Feet will be on slider or plates or blankets. Hands will be on mat, set like they would be for plank. But you're quite close to your hands, so you're in like a little squat position, hands on mat. And you can watch me one time if you'd like. From here, with hands set like they would be for plank and feet in a little squat on your blanket or sliders, slide your feet back into a plank With knees up or down, at chaturanga, press up, down, and up, slide back in. If you want to do that with knees down, you bring your knees down You do your press up. You do the same thing. If you have no sliders, you just bring one leg out, one leg out, and do the same thing. Can we handle that? Hands on the mat, feet on your sliders. I'm going to watch to make sure you don't do anything cuckoo. Start in a little squat close to your hands. On your sliders, or one leg at a time, legs go out, knees up or down, bend the elbows backwards. Restraighten the arms, slide the legs back in. Do that four or five more times, Slowly. And remembering you can always bring these down. And things are going to get super exciting quite quickly. Last couple slides. I see lots of goings on in people's homes, but I'm not necessarily sure what's happening. Last breath. OK. Now we progress this. So pause for a second. This is where a brick can come in handy. And I'll come close to the webcam so you can see the hand placement. We're gonna start with the brick wide, hands on the brick with fingers pointing out. So you sort of grab the sides of the brick, and then you're gonna do your press up on the brick. So you can sort of just sort of test that out, and hopefully for women, it will avoid things in the front, elbows going a little bit back and out to the side. Okay, so that is how you're gonna do your press up now but you're still gonna do the sliding. So hands on the brick, fingers point out for now. Start in a little squat. Slide the legs out on the sliders, bend the elbows, restrain the arms, bring the legs back in. Remember, you can always bring your knees down. Do that three or four times. In and out, sliding the feet out, bending the elbows. Good, once or twice more. Make sure those elbows bend. Okay, now fun, fun, fun keeps getting added. Watch and listen for a second. You're gonna do the same thing, but you're just gonna stay out, and then we'll add a leg lift. So you can watch and listen to me for a second. We start in a little squat. My fingers are pointing out, my elbows are bending back. I slide out as elbows bend. My elbows can touch my rib cage. One leg lifts as weight tips forward, foot comes down. Other leg lifts as weight tips forward, foot comes down. You can always have your knees down and do the same thing. All right? So you're on your sliders in a little squat. Fingers are pointing out on your brick. Slide your feet out. Bend the elbows into your rib cage on the outside. One leg lifts as weight tips forward. Other leg lifts as weight tips forward. And then come back down to sit and pause for a moment. Obviously, maybe not obviously, we're working towards Mayurasana. Which is just weird. It's a weird pose. uh, And it's quite demanding. But I want you to have a good sense of humor about it. We're going to add one more layer to it if you want. And then we're just going to go crazy. If you can do this... Elbows are come in and fingers are gonna point backwards instead of out. But I know that like female anatomy might get in the way. If you can do it, fingers point back. If not, fingers point out, and you can do the same journey. We're gonna do the same drill, but now fingers are pointing backwards on the brick. Fingers are pointing backwards on the brick. Feet are on the sliders or the blanket. Start in a little squat. Slide the legs back as elbows bend. Try to get elbows into navel as pelvis tucks. And then scoot yourself back in as arms straighten. Do that once or twice, just like before. But maybe fingers point backwards and elbows come into your gut. Last one or so, before I sort of start losing the room. And then come back for a moment of pause. Pause. We're going to add the leg lift, one time each side, and then for those to whom it applies, we're going to take away the blanket and just do the pose or laugh at our inability to do the pose. Hands on the brick, fingers point out or back. Slide the legs out, knees up or down, and stay. Knees up or down and stay. Raise one leg as weight tips forward. Elbows go into gut. And then the other one. Okay, and then slide it back in. And pause so if you're like a loony in the head like i am and want to do this pose we're going to spend the next minute where you can contemplate that or you can actually practice it it involves no longer having the sliders but doing exactly the same thing but feet are in the air hands are going to be on the brick because it gives us more clearance elbows bend back Elbows are going into gut as pelvis tucks a little under. From here, Lord help me, weight tips forward, elbows bend, and the legs can scoot and lift. Weight tips forward, ugh, and you're in mayrasa. Or you're not, or your head's on the ground. Attempt it with the sliders, or attempt it without the sliders, or say no thank you. Hands on the brick, tip the weight forward as legs go back, lift one or both legs, or start. Good job, Graham. And maybe do it without the sliders, but you have to do the same core action with the legs. And hopefully, you have a good sense of humor. All right, that's it. Everyone just sit sit or child's pose or something that helps you feel like a sane, normal person. Do nothing. Just pause and feel tough, weird pose that probably challenges your body in a way you're not used to, challenges your ego in a way you're not used to. So just let that, let that be for a second. Another couple breaths. Okay. Now we're gonna do our weird version of pigeon pose. It's sort of the fitness 90-90 version, if that means anything to you. Uh, I will show you, and I will explain clearly. It should still work if you normally don't like pigeon. You're going to start on your right hip. You're just like leaning back to your right hip. Your right leg goes forward, so your front shin is parallel to the front of your mat. Right thigh and shin, 90-degree angle. And you can lean, lean forever back, so there's like no sensation. Left leg has the shin parallel to the edge of the mat. Left thigh and left shin also in a 90-degree angle. All right, so right leg, front of shin, front shin's parallel to the front of the mat. You're on your right hip. Left leg, left shin's parallel to the side of the mat. Now we're going to work on the front leg. So like pigeon pose, press the right shin down, start leaning forward over the right leg, and you are in control how far you go. You can always back off. If you wanna keep going, come down to left forearm, but push a little bit through right arm, so right arm will be a little bit straight, so that you can keep the right waist long. But push down into right shin, Push through right arm and go as far forward into the fold as feels good and interesting to you. Stay there, another breath. Then slowly come back out to vertical. We'll get to do that again. I'm just gonna turn on my mat so we can see. So that was the front leg. Don't move the legs. Turn and face the direction the left knee faces. You might have to lean way back if that helps it feel better in your body. Turn the belly towards the direction, turn the chest towards the direction the left kneecap faces. If it's agreeable to you, make yourself way more vertical. If it's agreeable to you, make yourself way more vertical. Push the left thigh into the ground. Act a little bit like you want to lift the left ankle off the floor. Act a little bit like you want to lift the left ankle off the floor. Try to be as vertical as you can be without grief. Last breath here. Then, right leg does not move. Lean as far back as you need to to make this happen. Right leg does not move. Lift the left knee up. Do not move the right leg. How far can you go? Go to how far you can go lifting the left knee up without lifting the right leg up. Maybe lean a little bit back if that helps it be more agreeable. Then once you're at max, just lift the right knee a little bit, get a little bit more motion. So we're trying just to move slowly into this. And then eventually start rolling yourself until you face the other side of your room or the other side of your mat. And you're gonna end up with the left leg, like a pigeon leg, and the right leg behind and bent, not a straight leg. So the left shin is parallel to the front of the mat. You're on your left hip, you can roll to the left as much as it helps to feel good. Right shin parallel to the side of the mat. Face the left leg, so your sort of standard pigeon leg. Enjoy that and fold as far down over the leg as feels good to you. If you want to keep going, come down to right forearm. And if you're far into it, just push a little bit through a straight left arm so your left waist feels super long. Keep pressing left thigh and shin into the ground so it's pretty active. Take a few breaths in this sort of front leg in pigeon. Then, don't move the legs. Just come back up vertical. Turn chest to face the direction the right kneecap faces. Depending on your body, you might have to lean back, and that's okay. If not, try to be as vertical as you can be. So that leg's in a strong internal rotation, if you're a geek about it. Left leg does not move, all right? Stay here for another breath, maybe even trying to like have the feeling like that right ankle wants to lift. So it's strongly internally rotated. Left leg does not move. Lift the right knee up. So now we're trying to roll the right leg out back to the front of the mat in its first position. Get to your maximum and pause. Then little by little, free up a little bit of lift in the left leg, but move with control and slowly until you end up facing the front of the mat one more time. We're going to do that whole progression one more time, maybe a little bit more swiftly. Set yourself up to 90-90, so 90 degree angles in each leg. Face the right leg. Fold like it's pigeon. Take a couple breaths. Then back up to vertical. Turn and face the left kneecap. Be quite lifted. You can always lean back if that helps you. Keep the right leg pinned down until it's impossible. Roll the left thigh into the other position. So you're facing the other way. Take your time. It's not a wild ride. You want to go with control. Then the left leg is in your pigeon leg. Fold over the left leg. Keep the left waist long. Then back up to vertical. Face the direction the right kneecap faces. Vertical as you can be. Keep the left leg pinned down as long as it can. Roll the right leg open. Tough, tough, tough. And then just free it up when it's no longer possible. And we return slowly to our starting point. Okay. Now we're going to move into sort of a normal yoga pose. So I will... I'll do it facing this direction. We're gonna do Baravajasana. The legs are gonna be in the same rotation as they are now. Bring your left ankle towards your left butt, left knee faces forward. So I am not mirroring you at this moment. Right ankle is either gonna come up into half lotus, or right ankle and right heel are just gonna be inside the left thigh. So right leg is up in half lotus, or right foot's just inside left thigh. Twist towards the right. You're nice and tall. In half lotus or not, right hand comes behind you to left waist. If the right foot is there, especially if it's in half lotus, right hand can grab the right foot. Twist to the right. But as you twist to the right in Bharavajasana, head turns to the left. Nice and tall, couple breaths. Good, then turn back, come out of that, change sides. Right ankle, right butt on the outside. Left foot comes into half lotus or left foot is just inside the right thigh. Twist to the left. No matter what you're doing, left hand can come behind you to right waist. And if there's a foot there to grab, grab it. Although you're twisting to the left, turn to the right. Like you just heard something. It's like, whoa, what's that? It's turning. Another breath. Okay. And then slowly come out of it. Come into a comfortable seated position for you. If you have glasses on like me, you can take them off. We're going to do a little head massage. Hold the back of your head with fingers interlaced and just press your head back into your hands because that's nice. Use your thumbs to massage the ridge of your skull from ear to ear. And if you're not used to doing self-massage, you should start doing it because it's nice. And, you know, the Thai, Thai massage place is closed. Got no other choice. So do it for ourselves. You can go up and down the length of your neck. There are little bumpy bits behind the ear. You can rock and roll around. And then I sort of call this the shampoo commercial. You can get back of your scalp with all your fingers. And just massage and lather. Okay. Then we'll do a little bit of uh, jaw action in a second. So let the hands just fall, pause, and just register that sensation because it'll be new and different if you've never done it before. Then clench your teeth together for a second. And then you can figure with your fingers, you can sort of feel where it's poking out. So know that place. And then, sort of soft knuckles, just start massaging down slowly as mouth opens. Reclose mouth, massage down as mouth opens. One more time, massaging down as mouth opens. Then one soft fist underneath your chin. Slowly open your mouth and push down into the fist as the fist pushes a little bit back. So you create a little tension. And just stay with that for a few breaths. And then let that go and just rest and see how that feels. use your fingers to massage your temples in circles. Then circle the other way. Massage around the eye socket. So not your eyeballs clearly, but the bony ridges around the eyes. And then maybe the other direction. Massage around your hairline or where hairline used to be or aspires to be. Sustained pressure center of forehead with one or both hands. I usually use just a couple of fingers. Then just let the hands fall, take a few breaths doing nothing. To close, we're gonna spend several minutes in Shavasana, but I want you to take a different Shavasana or rest than you normally do. And what I'm gonna suggest is prone Shavasana, which means on your belly, And I'll give you one prop thing that makes it really nice. I'll just grab my blanket. If you have a blanket or a towel or a cushion, you can roll it. And then you have a little cushion for the top of your foot. So then you will lie down on your belly, but you have a little lift for the top of your foot and you can rest your head on your hands or on a soft cushion that's it the little foot cushion usually makes it a bit more agreeable if you want to prop in a different way or no more complicated proppings go for it if you don't want to lie in your front feel free to lie in your back although you also have the choice of lying on your side or maybe even lying with legs up the wall but let's do something different than we normally do And we've done everything in the wrong order and everything maybe a little bit differently than what you're used to. For that um, prone Shavasana, I like my forehead on my hands is what I usually like. So my forehead on my hands or a little cushion there. So I think, Fiona, you have your hands behind your head. If that feels good, go for it or you can have your hands under your head. So we've done everything in a weird order. See how you feel. But know that we're, we're back at least to the simplicity of you in your yoga space, with your mat, the bones of your body contacting the floor, and your breath. And we'll stay here. A little bit of time. If you really want to stay where you are and you're content, you can stay there as long as you'd like. If you'd like to close with me and others, you can slowly come up. And It's quite nice if you come up to the screen and uh, put it on gallery view so we feel like part of a community. Hands on your heart or hands on your body somewhere in a manner of your choosing. Come back to why you practice and why it's meaningful and vital to you. and Breathe with that for a moment. and then see how what you learn and what merit you accrue from the practice can help others and breathe with that for a moment. And know that whenever practice gets stale, we can always shake it up. There's always something to work with or change or explore. Let's breathe together. Big breath in, breath out. You can bow or touch the ground or do whatever you like to close. And thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen.